Welcome to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down the lofty ideals of teaching science into building blocks you can use in your homeschool. I'm Paige Hudson, and for Season 5 of this podcast, we're answering your questions about teaching science at home. Let's dig into this week's question. Hey guys, welcome back. What do you think of the new look for our podcast art? We figured that after more than three years of sharing episodes, it was about time to spruce up the space. I hope you guys love it as much as I do. It's really nice to be back in your earbuds for season five. This season, I'm going to be answering some of the frequently asked questions we get about teaching science at home, and we thought we'd start with the question that started it all. Way back in the beginning of this podcast, back when it was called the Elemental Science Show, on the very first episode, we shared the answer to the question, why should you teach science? It was recorded in our guest bathroom because everybody knows that that's where the best acoustics are. And I used a headset microphone for webinars. I know your ears are thanking me that we've upgraded from that one. We figured that it was time to revisit and re-record that episode because there were nuggets of wisdom in there that we don't want you to miss. So let's dig in. Why should you teach science in your homeschool? Okay, it's time to admit it out loud. There's been a moment in your life when you've thought, do I really have to teach science at home? Can I just skip over that subject? Well, I'm here to tell you, as you probably can guess, the answer is no. We need to teach science in our homes. And today, we're going to go over three reasons for why you need homeschool science. Some of these are practical and some of them are a little more ideological, but by the end of this episode, I hope that you'll understand that teaching science is super important in your home. Let's start with the practical reasons for teaching science in our homeschool. Number one, all high schools require that students take several courses in science in order to graduate. Sometimes the required courses need to be lab sciences. Sometimes these courses can just be a survey of science class. But either way, your students are going to need at least one or two courses in the sciences before they graduate. Every major university expects students to have at least several of these courses on their transcripts. So if your student intends on going to college, they're going to need to have taken a few courses in science before they get there. And they may even have a few ones once they arrive. So it's a good idea to go ahead and give them a strong foundation heading into college if that's the path they've chosen to do. So as we know from experience, it's much better to start introducing those concepts early and often so that by the time they get to high school, science is not so scary. Number two, science will give the students a better awareness of what's around them. So science is around us every day. It's in the mixing of Kool-Aid we pour into our glass. It's in the way the butterfly flies. It's in the bloom of a flower. It's in the pollination we see the bee doing. We can feel gravity holding us down each day so that we don't float off into space. All these concepts and the things we can see all can be described and explained with science. When we teach science to our children, it gives them a better awareness and a deeper appreciation of what's going on around them. They learn the whys behind the things that they see taking place every day. Number three, science helps to train your brain to think in a logical manner. So we've all heard of the scientific method. 
you know that formula that scientists use to approach a problem. They ask a question, they do a little research, they formulate a hypothesis, then they perform an experiment, gather some results, and make observations. Then they analyze the data and come up with a conclusion they can share with other scientists. This process helps to train the brain to think in a logical manner. In other words, it helps our students to approach a question with a step-by-step process, to break it down concept by concept until we figure out what's really going on behind the scenes. So as homeschoolers, we have the privilege of sharing this amazing subject we call science with our students. We should teach science because we have the chance to make science enjoyable and not intimidating. We get to explode volcanoes. We get to go out in nature and observe what's going on. We can share interesting books about science with our students. We get to follow literal rabbit trails. We can ditch the boring way to learn about science that we had to grin and bear and instead make science the best part of our students' week. We should teach science because we have the opportunity to ignite a passion in our students to learn more about the world around them. We can show them the bee who seems too fat to fly, but it can actually flip from flower to flower. How this superpower makes a bee critical to our food and how we need to protect, not fear, the honeybee. We can explore nature, observing things that are going on around us, and we can ignite this passion in our students to learn more about it, which is really what we want to be doing as homeschoolers anyways. And we should teach science because we have the freedom to use this subject to exercise the logical side of our students' brains. We can teach logic as a separate subject, but we can also incorporate logic into our science studies. We can share with our students how to actually look and observe something, to think, process, and learn about what's going on behind the scenes, and then draw conclusions. The ability to logically reason through an issue is a process that takes a lot of practice to develop, and science can be a part of really training our children to think logically. So I trust that by now, I've made the case for the importance of teaching science in your homeschool. You can see links to helpful articles and a full transcript of today's episode at elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcast slash 74, which is this episode's number. For the rest of season five, we'll be tackling other frequently asked questions we get about teaching science at home. Next week, we're going to answer what a week with science should look like. But until then, I hope you have a great week playing with science. This podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the products we offer at Elemental Science. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a rating or review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. We would love to connect with you beyond the earbuds. You can find us at Instagram at Elemental Science or drop us an email through the link on our website at ElementalScience.com. And if you're looking for more help with homeschool science, we have loads of tips, books, and programs to support you as you teach science in your home. Visit ElementalScience.com to learn more.